power provides a reason to doubt the purity of others' favors, creating a cynical perspective. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Squeezing the Orange of Social Science, a podcast hosted by myself, Akin Omobitan, and Professor Dan Cable. On each episode, the two of us pick apart peer-reviewed and published social science papers, and we squeeze them for their best bits so that you, the delightful listeners, do not have to sift through pages and pages of academic literature. What's up, Dan? Hi, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah, this feeling, is going to be fun. This is going to be... This one is going to be difficult for me to get through without just making it all about my life and <laughs> well, experiences. Maybe it's the so listeners relatable. like that. Maybe the listeners like your so, life. So, so I relatable. mean, they've been with us for, what, 45 episodes? 50-something 50 yeah, 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 we're in the 50s, I think. Why don't I say what this one's about? I think there's this great new idea that we actually just say, if you have two minutes, here's what you need to know. Hey. Listeners, if you have two minutes, here's what you need to know. The more rich and powerful and well-known you become, the more you start to see other people as takers who just want something from you. And the least likely, the less likely you are to kind of give them credit for just being nice. Mm. I think that really sums it up. It means that having lots of power is a threat to relationships. Which is great because in the conclusion of this paper, there was a summary which I felt was really stunning because it kind of captures the spirit of squeezing the orange. And it's about our counterintuitive behavior and thinking. So on one hand, there's this belief that if I could become, you know, rich, famous, maybe if I get this promotion, maybe if I've got some chiseled abs, then people will love me. But what happens is you get rich, you get famous, you get these chiseled abs and people are drawn to you. However, you question whether it's actually you that they're drawn to or all of the things that you have amassed and acquired. There is this one beautiful quote that summarizes what Akin was just saying. It was uh, the actor Gary Coleman. When he was dying, he died at a young age. He was only about 40, but he wrote a will and it was chilling. He goes, in his will, he said... Plan a wake for me conducted by those who have had no financial ties to me and who can look each other in the eyes and say they really cared personally for Gary Coleman. That's I mean, what a way to go out. <laughs> I mean, seriously, leaving this life thinking most of them just wanted a piece of my money. That is... <laughs> oh, oh, it, it points to a life... That you are worried about even while you're living it. Oh, totally. So, like, I mean, I imagine, like, he'd revised that thing a few times. There was probably the opportunity yeah. to be a bit like, yeah. maybe that was a bit hot. He's like, no, no, keep <laughs> No, no, that's keep the one. If, if you keep it, if there's anything that you're keeping. <laughs> oh! Because I think he got exploited quite yeah. heavily yeah. in his lifetime. I think by his parents. Um, Unbelievable. You know what? This isn't the Gary Holman <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> who wrote this thing? This, this who wrote thing this book? <laughs> It was like, so this was uh, um, Ina Anessi. This is one of your She's colleagues. colleagues. Yeah, 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 we published together. Yeah, this research, award-winning research, hey. is like how she kind of staked her claim. Oh, okay. This stuff around how power changes how we view others and therefore gets in the way of our own lives yeah. is something that she's kind of made a, a thumbprint around. Hey, nice. Yeah. What's up, Ina? Yeah. And then also Deborah Grenfeld. And Adam Galinsky, and the title of this paper is How Power Corrupts Relationships, 
cynical attributions for others generous acts so um so yeah we've done a little so this was this was i guess we've done a little to, to kind of lay out what's going on here what's also interesting is that this was done in five studies uh, but they managed to write fewer words than some of the papers that are just about yes. one. I know, they did a great job. <laughs> this was nice and lean. You know what, everybody, um, listeners, even if we don't get through all five, I think it is worth you hearing that they sort of did surgical strikes with different methodologies, with different types of relationships, and different types of manipulations, and showed, in my mind, beyond any doubt... That when you feel that power, whether it's just imputed, I mean, one of the things we're going to talk about is you can just have people imagine a more powerful position. Mm. You can cue them with anagrams where they have to sort of unscramble powerful words like leader versus worker. And just the cue of getting that in your mind starts to make you think of other human beings differently. That's really quite powerful that result it's, it's very powerful and as always with squeezing the orange what we're trying to do is bring this information to more individuals so that we stop behaving yeah. this way because yeah. it's true i, I always yeah. read these yeah. things and i'm yeah. fascinated i'm a bit like who are these psychopaths yeah. and yeah. then i get a few more lines i'm oh it's me it's me I'm like i look psychopath. at the science because yeah. in one of the studies there was like a 10 cent discrepancy yeah yes yes <laughs> 10 cents yes. <laughs> Ten set that you know what, listeners, we're gonna we're gonna dive into some of these. Oh. So like Dan and I are both very excited because we um well, we, let me tell you in. one other thing just on the way in here that I I know of this um literature and heck and maybe we'll cover this study, but there's a literature suggesting that lottery winners a year later are not mm. more happy and are often less happy. And one of the reasons why seems to be when they win all this money, they go off and they buy the mansion and the boats and stuff. They leave their old social network behind. And what they do is they end up with a social network that they think might just want their money. And so you end up in the situation of feeling very alienated in a world and less happy than when you were sort of making your 40 grand and sort of just getting by, you know, making the house payments. It, there's so much irony in that. It's also a pretty dopey move, right? Like if I, if I hit the lotto and let's say I end up like, you know, 20 mil better off than I am now. One, I'm not ditching my current friends because they've been my friends when I've been worth far less, right? That's the point. They've come to some of London's mm. dirtiest <laughs> pubs to watch me perform stand-up comedy. Also, what I'm not doing is hanging around a bunch of people who worked hard for their 20 million. Like, you don't want to be the person in the circle. Hey, guys! <laughs> What are you doing today? <laughs> right? Like, like they're like, yeah, we, we, I run a business. Like, I, like, I. <laughs> That's so good. You heard of WhatsApp? <laughs> like, I, I run it. I run it. I like, started it and I, now I run it. <laughs> and then you've got like some, some bozo in the circle who's like, I, I've got good lucky on the ticket numbers. <laughs> I didn't even pick them. I used the auto generate. <laughs> High five! So let's let's get into some okay, of these studies okay. now. So like the study one, this yeah. one is titled um, "Favors and Attributions." And what I, and from my understanding here, and I'll let you kind of jump in as well, Dan. From my understanding, what they were looking at here was this idea that if someone recently does a favor for you, yeah. 
what does that do in a sense of how you relate to them? Pretty pretty simple, really. Someone does you a favor and what they wanted to do to look at the power is they wanted to look at, do you perceive this person to be a, a, to have more power than you? Or do you perceive the dynamic to be neutral in power? So do you want want to say some more about this one then? What I like about it, and okay, first off, it's a really small sample. You know, just to put it out there, it's 56 people. They're about 31 years old on average. And there's this online experiment. So it's a really simple setup. And you know, it's more like I give them a lot of credit for learning so much so easily. Because all they did is they had each person think about a actual recent favor a real human did for them. And then they just prime them to either think high power thoughts or think low power thoughts. And it's just so crazy because the high power prime was just like taking sentences and then like you had to like, take those forward sentences and put them in a new order and work with the words, like words like um, influence and the commands. You know, you, honestly, that is such a light prime. That is such a light touch because that isn't exactly giving people a billion dollars. It's just, it's just putting them in a frame of like thinking about more power. And lo and behold, they ask the question, to what extent... Do you believe, no, they only did that with half the people. See, that's the beauty of science. Half the people they prime to be high power and half just neutral. They didn't even make it low power. And like just, just a bit on that. in despair. Yeah. Just low power. Just a bit on that as well, Dan, which was pretty interesting. Just to, just to illustrate how slight this prime was. So I think they had like about like, um, eight sentences and they were made yeah. up of these scrambled words. So they had to kind of like unscramble them. So it's like four letter sentences. So I'm not even like a big, not even like mentally taxing, but even within the high powered ones, it was only like a, a fraction of them. So I think it was like maybe out of the eight, maybe there was like, yes. no, I think it's 11 sentences. That's it. That's it. And then in the high powered one, eight of them. Yeah. So like there was still yeah. room for other things. So it wasn't like, yo, we're going to like make you think about like, you know, all of these like world leaders or a billion dollars or like, mm. no, it was just like, here's just some sentences yeah. that have been put together. And in the neutral one, it was just all neutral words. Yeah. So this is like this. Yeah. This is like from from my experience. This is like slight priming. It's so gentle. This is just the idea, yeah. the concept. Yeah. This is like the movie Inception. You, you, yeah, you can't, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to go deep enough, right? You plant the idea, and then it fulfills itself. And then it manifests. Yeah. And and really, then what they did, and again, these are real people who did real favors. They asked, "To what extent do you believe this individual did the favor to benefit themselves?" Mm. And what they find is that if they got primed high power, they believe the behavior. And the favor was more selfishly motivated. This is, at this point now, you got to imagine, listeners, now, like, these papers, Dan and I read them so that we can do this podcast because we're like, most people won't read them. I started sitting up at this point. Like, I'm on the sofa with, like, my oatmeal latte. And I'm a bit like, yo, this is getting weird. Because what you've got now, right, what you've got now is a memory. So someone has a memory. And this is, like possibly like a a good memory a fond memory at least some sort of positive outcome it's a favor a favor right and so you're now you're now recalling something positive in your life and now just the slightest priming of power and i'm like dan did help me move 
However, what's in it for mm, him? I bet he wanted access to the contents of my refrigerator. Who <laughs> <laughs> thinks that way? So then, study two, they jump into a work setting and they just look at favors at work. So same kind of thing. Now we're talking about a hundred adults, ninety-eight adults, average age forty years. And what they did is they did the hierarchical role manipulation where participants either wrote about an actual person that they led, and um, that's like a high power condition, or a peer who was kind of equivalent to their role. So that's the big prime. Um, it's a little stronger, if I'm honest, because in this case, you're writing a bit of a narrative and you're thinking about being powerful. Mm. So that is a little bit more. It's very realistic. It's very real. But it's more than just like unscrambling a sentence. That's a, that's a little bit that I'd like to ask you a bit more about, mm. Dan. Because from this study one to study two, we're making a significant leap now. Because we're, we're leaping now from, here's some other words. It's not words that you've come up with. Yeah. Here's some sentences. Yeah. Just unscramble them. It's pretty simple stuff. It's all four-letter sentences. So now it's just these, these, not even abstract, but just the, mm. the, the wisp. At this point now, yeah. you're now generating. Yeah. So this is a lot about now, if I get the power to generate the story of how I perceive myself, mm-hmm. how I perceive Dan, how I perceive the world around me. So I don't, I don't know if you wanted to yeah. say a bit more about what, that, just yeah. a bit more about this, this story element and, yeah. and what's kind of going on with us here. There's two things I'll say. One is that this is, for me, good science. It's good science because they're doing the same intervention in a new and different way. And that allows you to triangulate or complement the first study. So that's just good science. Maybe I prefer this one. It's a taste thing. For me, being less of an experimentalist and more of kind of uh, more of an organizational behavior, like to watch it in the real world. These were experiences that these people really had. They either were writing about times they've led people and had the power or times they've worked with a peer and had equal power. So in my taste, this one's a slightly better study and it triangulates study one. Mm. I like them together though. I mean, that's a great thing. You get five of these put together and you really start buying it. That's what's so powerful is it's almost like you're in the punching ring with the facts and yes. it sneaks in the left jab. And you're like, okay, you got lucky. Wham! Then it lands like one to your belly. Like, oh, Boy, that land, and then he hits you with the right hook. You're like, okay, I'm starting to believe you now. <laughs> okay, no, and then they then they do one in marriage. They do one at work. They do one with friendships, and it just starts to kind of like show you that this phenomenon happens. Mm. Mm. So that's one thing. Uh, and then it said that the it said, to what extent do you believe that your coworker did the favor so that you would feel compelled to repay it in the future? So that's kind of in some ways the, the mediator. It's the, it's where the mind takes the same behavior and then reinterprets it as self-serving versus just being friendly. Matt, I, cause I, I trip out on lots of this stuff. Cause it's this idea that we've, we've all got this mind and <laughs> the mind seems to be doing something that does not necessarily relate to what is going on in the so real world. True. Because there's t- you'd think like if anyone had your back, you think it'd be your mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, what's it up to? What's the, like, what? 
I think the mind is just a bit bored and it's like, yo, man, I'm trying to spice this up. This guy don't do nothing. He wakes up, he goes to work, he sits down for like nine hours, then he comes home and watches stuff on this box and he just eats oh trash all God. day. I'm going to spice. I think the mind what is trying to juge. It's trying to juge up. It's trying to juge it up. I love this and if I take a step if I take that seriously which is a little hard but if I take that seriously here's what must be happening evolutionarily we needed to not be tricked now when are you most likely to be tricked when you have a lot of shit mm. and so weirdly I, don't, I haven't thought this before but weirdly we must have evolved to be on the lookout for users yes. who are trying to take my shit <laughs> It's a great point, right? Because, like, you know, on one hand, we can look at this from the perspective of people who have power are, like, freaking paranoid, they're maniacal, everyone just wants me for what I've got. But if you look at the other side of it, you're a bit like, there's kind of some truth to that, man. (laughs) Probably do. You do have to yeah. engage yeah. in a bit of this yeah. kind of like filtering process yeah. Yeah. when you are interacting yeah. with individuals, but it feels like we kind of dial it up. We dial yes. that bad boy up to 11 because oh. it's like, I will not be tricked oh, by anything. Great. I can, that point right there, everybody, I think that that is the way that we can use this. I genuinely mean this. It's almost like the following. Evolutionarily, fear puts all this adrenaline and cortisol in our system and then it makes our, our minds not work well. Now, fear evolutionarily was like we're being chased by a mountain lion. Like you will die soon. Now, in the real life of today, most of us are not chased by many mountain lions. But if in life, let's say we're in the office and somebody says something that might threaten you a little bit and this fear happens, your mind is like, whoa, we got to pull out all the stops. And it, it acts like it's being chased by a mountain lion. It's... It's like, I will obliterate the threat. And you're like, yo, man, the threat is just like, is the meeting going to be at 1.30 or 2.30? You got to chill, James, because... It's like that. It's almost like it might help us a little bit to remember that our poor evolved brains are just some chemicals that are like trying to do their best. Yep. And if we can somehow get up to understanding what the brain's doing, we might be able to help it. We might be able to coach it along. That would be wonderful, right? <laughs> that would be. Be, be. I imagine, like when you when we meet individuals who are pretty zen, pretty chill, like you know, just pretty like you know, just like got a nice stoic kind of vibe to them. Yep. I think to a yep. degree, it's they've they've kind of like been aware of this. Okay, my mind is a tool, yeah. and it's a tool which I need to learn how to wield. That's right. As opposed to just kind of like a lot of us are like toddlers behind the wheel of a four by four. (laughs) Yeah, just letting it run. Let it rip. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, hey, uh, taking a step back toward the study. This is the phenomenon of being lonely at the top everyone mm. this this quite generally it's it's like uh leonardo dicaprio said i had better success meeting girls before titanic because there wasn't this perception of her talking to me for just one reason and it's that same thing of like once you have all this power and people act nice your brain starts to recode it as yeah but what are you after mm. it's cynical it's- it doesn't even mean it's wrong yeah that's what's cray right because it's like, <laughs> like it's hard 
to hear that Leonardo ooh, 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 quote and be like, my condolences, yes. you brother. Poor you thing. poor thing. You have yes. all of these people throwing themselves at your mercy. Oh no, oh no, oh no. But at the same time, it's like, man, if I was like in old boy shoes, that's rough, man. Like, r- regardless of whether you yeah. got like a dollar to your name, I'm not sure why I've gone all American on this. <laughs> you got like a dollar to your name, or you got like, I don't know how much Leo's worth, let's say like 50 mil. Yeah. But like, man, love is love, man. Yeah. Like, you still, you can't buy that. Yeah. It sounds a bit corny, yeah. but like, yeah. you can't buy the real thing. Like, At you the can't. At the end of the day, we all need a sense of belonging with a relationship where we feel we can trust other humans. We all want that. Mm. And yet, here's this thing that our brain does to us that threatens that. That's like almost an existential problem, isn't it? Mm. That's why the article is so well done. It's like it does this cool span where on the one hand, it's talking about existential philosophical issues about humans and living. And then it breaks it the whole way down to these tiny little studies that like kind of blast your brain a bit. It's really interesting. Which one do you want to talk about next? Do you want to like grab three? Do you want to like... You want what 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 was it? Why don't you pick your favorite? <laughs> well, my favorite was five. Okay, um, talk about feel, that one. Talk yeah. about five. Go on, get in there. Well, five was like super fascinating. So five were study five, study five. I'm just I'm just like scribbling through my notes. I right made him do it really fast. Right, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't ready for this. It was friend. my choice as well to like <laughs> jump to the to the end one. It was like, but this was like power and a unique role of favors in relationship corruption. So that's their their title for it there. But essentially, what they're looking at there is what's going on when we initially meet people. Mm. Mm, that is good because this is this is like the grassroots stuff which then goes on to kind of like determine the dynamics of a relationship so if we're already going into it man you know what like one of the things i've really tried to do the last like six years or so is work on my shit (laughs) because like there was a point where I became aware, there was a certain point in adulthood, maybe around my late 20s, early 30s, no, no, this was probably my early 30s, man, it's probably not been as long as I think. There was a point where I realized I was going into dynamics, just this horrible person, and not in like I'm like a, not in like a horrible person, like, oh my God, this guy is like worse than, you know, whoever yeah. you want to name, yeah. but just like, oh man, I'm not being my best self. Like I'm going into situations with like, with trust issues. Um, I don't really know who I am. So I'm going into situations and I'm kind of like creating this fake version of me that I want people to like subscribe to. So it's still stuff that I'm kind of like wrestling with now and trying to kind of like grow so that I can be authentic and kind of reach some level of self-actualization. So five really stood stood out to me because it was this idea of like, what happens when we initially meet someone? And if there is an element of power in there, what is that element doing to how the relationship forms? Because there's the the likelihood that we could just miss out on relationships, friendships, job opportunities, because we're misascribing some of this this power and therefore we're losing the opportunity to 
take kindness as being sincere kindness. Yeah. So they look at kindness, yeah. trustworthiness, yeah. and generosity. And so just a bit more on like study five. So they had like 130 something uh, participants. This was a, an online study. So the participants were asked to imagine that they were working for a company that develops creative ideas to solve the client's problem and that they would be assigned a role in the team. And so what happens here is they end up finding out that, I think this was the one where the company had like 20,000 yes. pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners? <laughs> Who uses pipe cleaners? Honestly, I, I swear to God, the funniest shit in this entire thing was what they decided to make with the mm. pipe cleaners. I laughed out loud. And so that was... I actually... The one about cleaning the phone? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It was pretty silly, I mean, right? It's so funny. So what they did is they assigned people just randomly to either be like a manager in this thing or a teammate. So the manager is like the high power intervention and the teammate is like the equal power role and then they read this thing where like the client <laughs> he was a wholesaler the warehouse burned down and now they got to figure out what to do with these <laughs> twenty thousand pipe cleaners <laughs> and then what they had to do is they had to like click to see their subordinates ideas or their team members ideas or whatever and then they got these suggestions and it'd be like somewhere like i just gotta read some of these go for it use to make some crafts like flowers or fake glasses or hearts for Valentine's Day. That sounds terrible. It's like we're just we've just sunk twenty thousand. <laughs> oh we're supposed to make profit yeah. on these things. Oh, I mean, you want us folding them into like flowers? Oh my God, that sounds so weird. That's like what a ten-year-old. Imagine that for Valentine's Day, and like imagine being the dude. <laughs> Who turns up with a bouquet of pipe cleaners. You know what, that's so bad, it's good. That is so ridiculous that I think it could win hearts. And here's another one. This is one really... Use it to clean your cell phone screen. Okay, that wouldn't work. I mean, it, honestly, there's... That is such a bad idea. We'll take it to the Apple shop and like, what did you do yeah, with this yeah, thing? You're like, You're still a pipe cleaner in the port. My phone won't charge. Yeah, we think we know why, idiot. <laughs> it wasn't shaped like a flower. <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway, what they had to then do is kind of decide, blah, blah, blah. Tell about the time. Tell about the... Um, well, yeah, yeah, this is the thing. Because I think, yeah, just yeah. a bit that you were going to mention there was actually quite key. Because they, they give them all of these suggestions. So the idea is, you know, someone else has come up with all of these suggestions of what to do with these 20,000 pipe cleaners. And you need to pick one and then present that as the one that the company should kind of like go forward with. Yep. So what was interesting is that what they got to a point where they were a bit like, hey, just so you know, like some individuals who signed up for this, we were giving them a dollar for their uh, for their role, in, for their participation. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, however, you'll be earning 80, 80 cents. cents. Yeah. So, you know, just so you know, we just want to make yeah. that clear. Yeah. Before anything, so already there's a bit of like a power yeah. imbalance Even there. It's twenty p. Twenty pence. It's man. like that is enough to make people be like, well, "Wait a minute, just a minute here." I wish we had more time. I really do. We don't. <laughs> but I just want to say really briefly, I once had a job at PepsiCo, working in Purchase, New York, like in the actual corporate headquarters and my job was to make sure the ceo was making quote enough money unquote they didn't say it that way but that's what it was and it is so weird because even though this is 20p it doesn't matter how much this was a person mm. making 20 million but if there's somebody else making 20 million 100 000, he would be upset 
it's all this like ego because it's not about the 10p it's about wait a minute right if we're doing this and they're doing this i'm not making less because i'm awesome it's like it's like our ego roars to like it's like yeah but sorry pepsi dude the other guy's the ceo of coke and they are crushing us right now i'm not sure if you've uh, if you've seen the numbers but people really like coke so <laughs> turns out santa likes coke <laughs> Anyway, back to this, back to this, back to this, back to this. So some some peeps are earning a dollar, some are earning 80 cents. And so what they do now is, this is like really crafty as well. This was like super crafty because what happens is the person in quote marks, the person in quote marks, and I say in quote marks because the- It's not real. The, it's just a- uh, Ina and Co. Uh, they're up to no good. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this individual has decided to give you 10 cents- so you're both going to earn the same amount for the work okay. that you're doing. So, I just did it right. You, yeah. did, you did a solid. Yeah. Because so, now we're both making 90p. There's no problem. There, there's no reason why they had to do that. It was a gift. Yeah. And so if you were in the high power position, you believe that that individual was less trustworthy, less trustworthy than participants in the equal Despite them doing yes. something that should earn your trust. It's unbelievable. It, it flips. That's actually deeply ironic. This, actually, is, this is what I meant earlier about the mind is bored. Because it's just like, it's like nah. yeah, It's hard to get there. This is crazy stuff. Like, this is like, this is crazy behavior. It's like, it's the kind of behavior where if you were interacting yes, with someone yes. in the world, you'd be like, what the oh, fuck yeah, what's is wrong with you? problem, man? What's wrong with you? Like, that was a good thing that they just did. And it's like, once you're in this power position, you're like, yeah, but why? But they're trying to trick me. I'm going to not trust them. I'm a, Yeah, I know they did something good. I'm going to say it's bad. <laughs> so weird. All right. So we need to sign off here. The we, last we one, and, and I'm not going to get in there, but my favorite one was the one about the marriage stuff. Because mm. these are actual relationships. And just to like say it quickly, those that make more in the relationship, when their partner does something really nice, like does a shitty chore that you don't want to do, you're like, yeah, I know why you're doing that. Because mm-hmm. you're a jerk. Hey, again, it's like... <laughs> This is what? sick behavior. You couldn't make that up. And yet our brain's like, well, it makes sense to me. <laughs> anyway, this has been really fun. Oh, man. There's so much more I want to say. But this is just, this has been a blast. Like, folks, like this study, your know, shout outs as well. I'm going to do like a have a little shout out to like the peeps. Uh, Ina Inessi, Deborah Grunfeld, and Adam Galinsky. Uh, this paper is titled How Power Corrupts Relationships, Cynical Attributions for Others, Generous Acts. It was like about a nine pager, Dur- although they did have Journal it across of like ex- two columns, yes. like the Bible. True. It's in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, which is really cool because that is basic psychology. That's not like, how does this work in the organizational life? This is like, how does this work for humans? Mm. Which is really cool and fun. And um, I got to say, this is a showcase of really interesting methodologies in different sectors of relationships and to show it so consistently and so elegantly it's a convincing paper Woo, man this was a blast to cover as well man um, i'm sure we'll uh, we'll continue laughing about this as we press stop on this microphone <laughs> wonderful <laughs> listeners thank you very much for rocking with squeezing the orange uh, if you see us pop up on your twitter feed on your linkedin feed give us a share that would be delightful and we're also super open to five star reviews on itunes 
That would also be. And we have no power, so we'll only ascribe the best of intentions. <laughs> we're going to assume that they have lots of power now. But where are all of these five star reviews coming from? What do these people want from us? More episodes? <laughs> do you know how long it takes to read these things? <laughs> Listeners, enjoy the rest of your lives. Ciao. Ciao.